previously on the nearest stars. Well, Captain Penny, what it's do you been want? a while. Uh, we're going to take you back over to Dennis, and you're going to hash this out. Is Dennis in there? I'll go look. <laughs> okay, yeah. You three are, uh, you poke your head in, and he actually has a table that he has found somewhere. It's a fairly barren table other than the, the one candle. That doesn't really, isn't really necessary, but he seems to have placed it as a uh, indication of time almost. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> let's let the mood begin. I am not on Dennis's side. I am not on Penny and PB's side. I am the Loring, and I speak for the trees. <laughs> I do not know where the moon has lost its glow and the stars don't shine anymore. Yeah, you better believe I'm here for those trees. They are my babies. <laughs> they're actually full-grown humans, but like they're not babies, but they're also not here and I'm not feeling I'm here for them. That's the important They're also part. full-grown trees. They so. are also full-grown trees. <laughs> yes, not babies indeed. in any sense. That's yeah, very true. like the opposite of babies. It was Hold well, on. Except maybe... when they're sapling. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe some babies got spliced in the mix, you know? That's true. That's yeah. true. There might be some terrifying tree babies i don't please don't give ted ideas remember this is all improvised (laughs) yep it's it's in my head now there's an apple at any moment and every apple is a baby oh what oh oh no (laughs) just a bunch of crying i'm editing that out (laughs) (laughs) terrifying oh wow I thought I was past the nightmares, but I guess not. <laughs> they continue. More sleepless nights. We had we had Banan, and now we have the Appeoples. Appeoples. <laughs> You're not going to be able to sleep until you until you leave this planet. Oh. The next planets are much more docile. Let's let's <laughs> wrap up this truce here. Yes. <laughs> wind this one down here. <laughs> so instead of talking to myself uh, as two different people, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that because I don't think that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to lay out what they're both arguing about uh, after they sneered at each other on this entry. Uh, so Dennis is accusing Captain Penultimate of basically just attacking a peaceful civilization in order for her own gain. And then Captain Penny believes that they could never settle down and feel safe as long as these reavers uh, is what she called the reclaimers are out uh, <laughs> they would always have to be up at arms so they decided to take out the threat before settling down um, and Dennis claims that they're nothing but a peaceful th- they lead nothing but a peaceful existence uh, recycling and reclaiming and and that she shouldn't have destroyed his town because it was a nice little little getaway all right and yeah these two are just bickering (laughs) yeah they're just bickering in front of you well the well the wax melts down the side of the candle and the candle's about half length after they get their grievances out on the table oh man 
<laughs> um, All right. Can we, like, can I chime in with something? Oh yeah, you. That, you is that what this is for? Is this the, yes, do- the door is open <laughs> now? Okay. Yes, yes. I'm stepping through the door. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell them. Um, it sounds like you have a lot of common disagreements here. How about we start focusing on what you can achieve here in the future? Like what, what's going to get you past this? What would it take uh, to have a, a peace agreement between the two of you? Uh, Captain Penny chimes in and she says, I wish that these violent pirates lay down their arms and uh, just disarm themselves. They don't need arms if they're all they're doing is recycling. Uh, they don't need weapons. Well, it sounds like they need to protect is... themselves from, you know, turts that are firing at them. But maybe that's my opinion. Dennis, what would it take from you? <laughs> Honestly, we just want to move on. If we get our own little oases on the other side of the world, we'd be happy. Okay. Uh, Penny, would you be willing to give them a lift to a different oasis? You want us to to give them a ride to the other side of the world? Or why Uh, not just settle at a different oasis? That's... But but this, we we weren't planning to live in, in their town. We were, well, maybe we could now. Well, that's empty, but we were just getting rid of a threat just in case, you know? Well, clearly you don't have a threat here anymore. Yeah, I, I guess so. If that was uh, your only purpose, then you've neutralized the threat. And How do I know they won't retaliate? Well, you're speaking to the leader right now. Ask him. <laughs> Dennis chuckles as you said that. Um, <clears throat> so what? Uh, <laughs> I, what do you three want out of this moon? What do you? What do you envision happening? I I want to make sure that if anybody is staying in this oasis that we've come to an agreement about what happens with the trees, but it sounds like we don't even know where people are staying right now. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I also have an interest in making sure the tree people are cool. Okay. Uh, so you're, you'd be fine if they just left to opposite side of the globe. I mean, that sounds doable. Yeah, and honestly, once we leave, we can't enforce anything, so... Yeah, right. We don't have that much of a... We're not vested in this, really. So, I mean, like, you know, do what you're gonna do, I guess. (laughs) Have at it. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it sounds stupid that you're both living on this planet. You each have your own resources that you could share. Why don't you just help each other out? I mean, one person... one group can live the lifestyle they want to live in oases or whatever you know just have like a standing treaty like don't attack them and then they probably won't be defending themselves right yes actually captain penny i would like to point out here that i mean i don't know how you can justify a preemptive strike without also seeing yourself 
as the aggressor. So if we're talking about who should be putting down their weapons here, there is very clearly somebody who fought first. Just going to put that out there, Captain Penny. Okay, well, what... The damage has been done. How how would I go about undoing the damage? I don't understand why you're calling for them to put down their arms, though. The damage has been done. You can do some truce work here and maybe divvy up the land left over. But if you're going to ask them to lay down completely, I don't think you've earned that kind of trust. I... I guess so. I <laughs> Wow, thank you for caving so quickly. I agree. I'm a great negotiator. <laughs> I just up to it, actually, plus one. Thank you very much, Captain <laughs> Are you still an intern? Are you are you past intern now? <laughs> they didn't know I was an intern, Clara. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh Dennis actually makes an offering to this discussion and he, he chimes in. Um, I would be able to continue salvaging and trading parts as long as we agree to live in peace. We we could be roving traders for you or something like that, if it please ye. And, and as it, long as we and, get to live our own life. And if I could add to that, I mean, you're, yeah, like you're going to be trading, your turrets are going to be breaking down, you know, that you're going to have parts available to you to fix them. So why not help each other out? Aye, exactly. There's plenty of opportunity for both of us on this planet. You didn't need to take us out. Um, so, Loring and Clara, I'm going to have you guys do a combined roll to, <laughs> to kind of bring this peace talk to a close. And it's going to be, from your arguments, <laughs> pretty likely. Um, Alright, I rolled. You rolled? A 12 and a 15. Oof. All right. We can do this. You and me. You and okay. me, Anna. We got this. <laughs> I'm, hold on. I have to... I'm, I didn't bring my dice. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm now on a... I don't know if I could say the name, but like a popular <laughs> role-playing game <laughs> website. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just rolled a 17. Fantastic. I've rolled a four. A four. <laughs> oh. Plus one okay, for negotiations, uh... maybe. <laughs> Still an intern. Oh boy. <laughs> Still an intern. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> the negotiations continue, and... Uh... <laughs> I guess you need to you need to solve something. Uh, I'm gonna bring up. Uh, how about this? Dennis wants some kind of reparation for the destruction of his entire town. Um, how about this tank? <laughs> a whole tank. I that that would be good. There you go. Do you have anything else you'd offer me, Captain Penny? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, it's it's not. I like to... that you offered it for her. It's not hers yeah. to give right now. It's it. I mean, technically. Like, Loring and I stole it fair and square, so. <laughs> I think that we're kind of menaces right now. Yeah. On this. yeah. <laughs> just... We're helping. Cap... <laughs> Captain Penny's pretty reticent to mention anything that she could give up, and then she offers uh, 
she offers some machinery uh, that Prime Viridian has been developing, and uh, and I guess Viridian's there, isn't he? Uh, he looks pretty upset that she's offering these things, <laughs> but if it if it comes to if it means peace, then it's worth it, I suppose. Uh, let's roll again. I'm gonna do likely. That's a seven and a thirteen. We're both okay. rolling again. Twenty. Okay. Twenty oh, combined. I rolled a six. Oh All right. My gosh. Here we go. Uh, come on, Laurie. I rolled a five plus one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no. I feel like this wraps up the negotiations. <laughs> yep. This Good is done. gonna end in gunfire. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis says, you're going to give me some more sand vessels. Great. It's not like I already have the top of the line here with these sand snakes. I need something with more substance that can help us survive once more. I'm going to, uh, can I lean over to uh, Autumn and just kind of under my breath say, get the dune buggy started. <laughs> uh... What about the former residents of the Turt, of the Haunted Turt, who you all have probably seen now? Aye, what about them? Well, what, what is to come of them? Well, we were just going to abandon this oasis and, this oasis and let them live in peace, I suppose. I don't know if Captain Penny thinks so, but... That's what our plan was. Captain Penny, is that, uh... Is that alright with you? Yeah, I guess we can move to another location, but... It's... This is one of the be best, cleanest oases... Oases in the... In the place, so... Uh, it's an inconvenience, but, uh... By the way, there is a, uh... An entire turt. Like, the ghost turt is is up for dispute here i suppose um oh yeah that's another that's another point like who's gonna get take the ghost turt yeah i mean i guess it still works mm -hmm. does it yeah. we, we messed up the engine room real bad uh, yeah, you, yeah but that's per perhaps the reclaimers can repair the old turt now that its former residents are gone mm-hmm I'd like that. It'd give us a good start for a, a, a town again. Well, maybe that would be, uh, maybe that would solve all the problems here. <laughs> if you just had your own turt and could go your own way. Okay, I'm going to roll likely here for, uh, Autumn, you're, you have to be the 12. <laughs> Holy. I got a 17. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And the robot oh, saves the day. <laughs> good, good negotiation algorithm. <laughs> yes. Oh, golly. Uh, Captain Penny doesn't seem sad about losing the, the rusty Hulk that is the ghost ship. And Dennis seems absolutely thrilled to have the whole ship. In, uh, in his control again because he thought he had lost that as well as his entire town now he's only lost one of the major things in his life um <laughs> only slightly and... disappointing <laughs> for poor old dennis <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Uh, the wick of the candle at this point is is reaching the bottom of the uh, of the stick and is uh, the last of the wax drips out onto the table as their hands shake above it and uh, nice the moot the moot is finished. Cool. All right. Yay. So the tank's up for grabs then, or <laughs> yeah, the tank is yours. I don't know what you're gonna do with it. Booyah. Uh, I'm gonna park it somewhere secret, you know? You park know. it in the bay of our stash ship. It. I might have to science something later, you never know. I, I don't yes, know. So. Do we have space for this on our aircraft? We, yeah, we can't take this tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do not have space for this. Oh, we don't? Dang. It's Aww. a massive tank. Oh. Well, also, we have no reason to steal this. Like <laughs> we're not stealing it. We won it. This is our spoils of our war. Yeah, spoils. <laughs> Let's just bury we it. Our... Let's bury it like pirates. <laughs> okay. Let's bury it like pirates. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get the, the hell world. out of here. <laughs> who, who are you giving the tank to? I want a nice, nice scene of handing the keys over to someone. I'm gonna take the keys and chuck them over to Dennis and wink at him. As we turn around okay. and uh, walk away. <laughs> this was not negotiated. I feel like she's going to be mad about that. Well, you know what? Yeah. Penny kind of huffs out of her nose <laughs> as she Sweet. walks out. To be fair, she didn't really lose anything in this deal. No, she didn't get Got a pretty sweet either. gig here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> part of her claim was that the, the turt was a Thomas Industries. Like, we got our splicer, right? Like, yeah. That's all Clara cares about right now. Like, I think we're good here, right? I don't give a shit what you guys do. <laughs> please don't murder each other while we're here. Just wait until we leave, please. Yeah, wait like you know, five minutes, please. But by the time we come back, it's like 400 years later. Who knows? You might all be plant people and this is pointless. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah, have fun with the app people. <laughs> a, a people, a people. They scare me so, what, so much. Is what that is the Apple people? Yeah, the Apple babies. Yeah. Apple people. <laughs> Apple babies. In four hundred years, it's going to be foreshortened to Applebee's. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, this is the Applebee's planet. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to Applebee's. Welcome to Planet Applebee's. <laughs> and how many tonight? Four. Okay. Do you have a reservation? No, that's okay. You don't need one. It's, an <laughs> it's Applebee's. We're not that busy. <laughs> what? What? Is, what are your? What's your next plan of action here? What? Let's call Barsai. Yeah. All right. Charles with Barsai? I don't remember. Yes. Uh, Charles. Charles. Barsai. <laughs> okay, you call Barsai, and Barsai says, Hey, um, so Charles convinced me that he had to pick something up from the ghost ship, so we're just on the deck of that right now, <laughs> if that's okay. Uh, is, is the coast clear? Are we, like, okay to be up here? Yeah. Y- yes. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> cool. I'm. Hey, okay. I'm just waiting for Charles. That that <laughs> that Wait, eases what, my nerves. What did he need to go back for? Uh, oh, 
his his plant something about yeah his oh his, his plant. orange plant his orange yeah the troublemaker I don't his know baby. I don't know why he called it that that was weird his wait uh, what did you just say he called it sorry Barsai sorry Barsai could you rewind <laughs> what did you say he it just was... called it <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a few episodes ago Autumn called patted the orange plant and called it the troublemaker <laughs> because they thought that they were holding on to the flamethrower. <laughs> it was oh a... Oh. I remember yeah. that. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we got the troublemaker back. Okay. So, I just had a thought. He's Wooden Charles. Wood Charles. Is he a Chuck? Wood Chuck? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you've gotten my my clever naming does he grow does he grow like a like a thicker skin on the outside of his wood does he have charles bark like charles bark oh oh, oh man yeah i definitely intended that one too woodchuck uh, barkley how much wood would a woodchuck barkley and does that make me crazy Barclay could chuckle. Yes. <laughs> um, All right. So, yeah, uh, Barsai comes and picks you up. And Beam you see up. Charles, as the door opens to the ship, Charles is standing there holding his orange plant. Oh. And um, and he, he asks, oh, Hey, do you, have, do you have anything that I need to do? do? Do you want me to come with you still or... I don't know. Do you want to come with us still? I. It would be really cool. <laughs> I've never really seen anything outside of the ghost ship. Yeah, I say let him climb aboard. Yeah. Okay. Get Where should here. I put this orange Get plant? Oh, look, it's down. Little Troublemaker. <laughs> 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 Our old friend. Our old friend. <laughs> so you want him... In the di- in the captain's chair. You got um, it. How do you feel about the, that? Bar the side? orange plant. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What did you just say? Put it in the captain's chair. <laughs> yeah, because he's your old friend. Yeah, and I'm the captain. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Strap it in. <laughs> okay. How does Barsai feel about that? What is happening here? Barsai. Bar- um, uh, Barsai is pretty confused as to what's happening because <laughs> so uh, you're Barsai. strapping an orange plant to a chair. I can't. There. Ted, you're I the assume. one who's edited the episodes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was an episode one or an episode zero, which I don't even know if that's been published or <laughs> oh, not. Oh, yeah, I need to publish that. Uh. Did we? Or do you? Uh. I don't know. Um, did we talk about at any point Autumn's little like garden on the ship? Yeah, yes, we did talk about Autumn's garden. His little botany experiment. Yeah, they're oh, or there, I should say. Yep. Yeah, uh, you do have a uh, a little garden growing in the ship that I do. you tend to which yeah. by the way we started recording this uh podcast before i read the book the martian and then i read it and i was like wow people are gonna think that i 
just stole this from the Martian. I well, to be fair, I doubt that um, you're farming with your own feces. You know that's true. <laughs> and it's probably not all potatoes. Oh nope, it is actually. Oh, okay, it's all potatoes and it's all robot feces. Oh man, yep, you stole it. I bet robot feces is like really rich, like nutrient rich. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just picturing like it's they all have oil. a composter in their belly, and then that that belly composts oh. all of our trash. So we just throw our <laughs> trash at Autumn. Autumn <laughs> takes that in and is a trash can. Yeah, Thank I'm you, a Autumn. I'm a compost. <laughs> <laughs> when you eat a candy bar, you just take the wrapper and shove it into Autumn's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Only if it's a Sun Chips wrapper. <laughs> And without asking. <laughs> just like an automatic like, response. While they're talking, while they're, yeah, mid-sentence. Try to, like, shoot it in from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> like they always catch basket. it. Yeah. Always. Okay, so. Um, what are we doing? Wow. Just to, just uh, to, like, in case this needs to get edited down. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. So a- as a reminder, because it's been many episodes, Autumn has a, a little... Like, garden box room, because uh, they don't need, like, a bed or anything, so their room is just this little kind of experiment that they have set up with fluorescent lights and stuff, and uh, while they're in their travels in space, they want to do some experiments to see how plants grow uh, in space and stuff like that. Uh, so, I would probably put the orange plant in there, if uh, Charles will let me. Oh yeah, he'll let you. He's he's just thrilled at being in a spaceship, uh, and he wasn't too attached to this orange plant. It was kind of his only friend aboard the ghost ship. But now that he has friends mm-hmm. uh, that that are real people, he he's kind of let go of this orange plant. So yeah, yeah he'll he'll give oh, it over to you. Charlie. Sometimes I have trouble making friends with real people, so <laughs> I get that. Friend, friend. Um, Okay. Uh okay. I think we're coming to the end of this planet. That's a strange feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good what feeling. It, I'm glad to watch this planet go story? away. Yeah. Is there anything any loose ends you want to wrap up before Barsai launches off? I just called the tree uh, people creepy. I feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> go that's apologize okay. to the tree I'm people. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll never see any of our friends again. Mm-hmm. Dennis, Wait, we've like done some talk about Tree leaving people. communicators behind, but like, did we? I'm not feeling much goodwill towards people after that yeah. negotiation. Who, we, yeah. who were we gonna leave a communicator with? You know what? I think it might have been Charlie, but we we solved yeah, that one, huh? We're just mm-hmm. taking Charlie with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's something that I need. I want to wrap up because I want this to happen. Uh, I want you guys to say goodbye to Dennis because I felt like you were more on Dennis's side throughout the entire Absolutely. skirmish here. Yeah, I would like to uh, do that. So oh, okay. I'm going to have Barsai land on the deck of the ghost ship uh, in a clearing in the jungle. Uh, and and Dennis is going to be there with uh, with his scientist who is always wearing that jeweler's the jeweler's magnifying scope thing. Oh, uh, love that guy. Yeah. Yep, love that unnamed character that is recurring. <laughs> love it. No, I don't think we ever got your name, <laughs> beloved <laughs> character. Yep. Hi, my name is Pete. Oh. I'm a scientist. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi. 
Petey the pirate. Petey the pirate. Oh. Oh. Dennis. Dennis kind of just like pats on Pete's shoulder after he introduces himself. Does he pat pat pleasantly on Pete's shoulder? (laughs) Yes, he pats pleasantly on Pete's shoulder. Percussively, even? He pats percussively and pleasantly on Pete's shoulder. A pleasant percussive pitter patter on Pete's shoulder. Oh, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> Dennis kind of glowers at you at first, and then he cracks a smile because he was he was just uh, he was just playing with you. <laughs> so he he starts laughing and claps you uh, on the on the arm as a greeting, <laughs> and he's like, Ah, I I thought I I had lost everything there. I I really appreciate all that you've done for me, and I'm glad I could could get you what you needed. <laughs> I just feel like I put you through quite a bit. I honestly thought you were gonna die on this on this ship here. So yeah, thanks, thanks for sending us on a death mission. <laughs> we no feel problem. real close to you now. <laughs> if you ever want a new death mission, I've got your back. Uh, um, and as he's saying this little quip, he's uh he's unclipping his uh, cloak of mirrors. And he he extends it to Clara. Um, what? Yeah, because yeah. Oh wow, Dennis! I take back all those things I might have said about you, or didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I probably didn't say anything. <laughs> Honestly, I I'm just giving this to you because I I think that you like me the least out of all three of you. So I bet that's I very true, this. Dennis. <laughs> that's very perceptive of you. <laughs> I hope this gift really seals that rift. And, uh, um, for right now, I'm going to say it does. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Is this for in exchange no for problem. the tank? I mean, I did give you a tank. Oh, you're giving us. That's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, sure. I, I, um, I feel like I should give you something else for that tank. That was really special. Well, I mean, um, if you feel like you should. I mean, I'm not like a rocket launcher I? or. Uh, <laughs> It's a oh, thing. we found this. We found this in the ghost ship, and he mm-hmm. <laughs> he gestures to somebody who's holding a rugged uh, old Atumnus Industries duffel bag, and he hands it to Loring, whose arms are open. Yeah. Um, and it it feels about the size and weight of a flamethrower, and it is definitely Charles Charles's duffel bag with the flamethrower oh. that you never used. Lauren has a flight to to start. Hell yeah! I throw it across. I I put it like it up over my shoulder, over my back, and I just yeah. I'm excited. I thought you were gonna say I throw it across the room. (laughs) I throw it over my shoulder like a continental soldier. No, I'm like I like gear up. I'm excited, but but I say I say thank you. Thank you. You're 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 very welcome. But but before he can, That's... I cut him off. I cut him off. He can't say anything. I put one hand on his shoulder, and I look him in the eye, and I go, "You look after those trees now, you hear?" And I make big eyes at him, and I wait to hear what he says. <laughs> wait, and I have a I have a flame you... <laughs> shoulder. I have a flame flower on my shoulder. I look at him in the eye, and I got a hand on my shoulder on his shoulder, <laughs> staring him down, Dennis. You look after those trees, yeah? I, I'll make sure 
and none of those trees come to any harm. Dennis. Other than sure. through natural happenings and the ecology and all that sort of thing. Certainly, That's certainly, inevitable. Certainly. That's all beyond you. But Dennis, you make sure. <laughs> sure. And every time every time I said that I got a little bit closer to him. And I'm like, nose to nose. Who who's gonna tell her? <laughs> yes. I I end I end I end this tirade. I'm like nose to nose with him. And I just I give him a little kiss on the cheek. And oh. I say, you take care, Jess. Oh. And then oh, I walk That's gross. You need to wash I your lips, honey. <laughs> well no, just just a just a yeah. gentle just a gentle little just a little peck. And okay. I say, okay. you take okay. care of it. Okay. And then I walk away. But as I'm walking away, I look back over my shoulders and I do the like pointing at Maya's eyes, pointing at him, like I'm watching you. <laughs> okay. We're, we're not actually, but in <laughs> spirit <matter>. anyway. <laughs> Lauren's walking away. I don't know what y'all are doing for the rest of this goodbye. I think this is where we like jump in the air and it freeze frames. Unless there's another gift. Do we all uh, I don't think there's another gift. A little bit. No gift for. No gift for Autumn. Autumn, you got the tree. Yeah. Oh, I guess I got the tree. That's something. Some gift. <laughs> Stupid tree. Loring got a flamethrower. Let's be real. Loring does not know what to do with this flamethrower and is definitely I will probably get the flamethrower. I'm handing it mm. off to Autumn when we get back on the ship. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. I'm glad you okay. made an adult decision there, Lauren. That was <laughs> thank you, thank you. You just liked looking cool during the yeah, that making was sure was the about. trees people were fine. I feel like I did not get to advocate for the trees in that negotiation the way that I had hoped to. So that was my that was my before we go. Yes. Oh, uh, before we go, I would also uh say to Dennis, um, Dennis and. And you are still a pirate, by the way, no matter what you say. Uh, pirate Lord <laughs> Dennis. Uh, I, boy, what the hell? Um, you should just be aware that there was more than just the tree people on the turret. There seems to be other wildlife and such living here. So just be careful, but also please be kind to them. I, I... I'll make sure we release them and possibly study those that are interesting to us. Um, we we do have Pete here. He's a pretty good scientist, I'd say. Yeah, I hope you study the ones that aren't interesting, too, because those are always... You never know. I, I suppose. <laughs> they may want to live a free life, though. Just like, just like you three. Now, leave before Penny changes her mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. I, that was a half joke. I, I'm walking off into the okay. sunset <laughs> with my flamethrower on my back. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, all right. You board the space massagers, the great ship space massagers. And Varsai uh, gives a thumbs up over their shoulder and you start launching. Charles is like fixated to the, the front screen that shows uh, – the the horizon as you take off from this planet he is just in awe and a little bit like if he could sweat he would be sweating because he is deathly afraid of heights oh. um, so sapping you're, you're, sapping a little bit he's, yeah he's sapping 
Oh, ew. Ew. It smells like pine. <laughs> Not ew. You guys don't have to take yeah. it there. Jeez. The room has a slight No, pine. I just mean like sticky ew. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, that's true. The right, the room would have a nice pine aroma, though. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's like our own built-in air freshener. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he is also a janitor and a cook. That was his profession before he got treed. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Sweet. And he's a great survivalist. So you got you got a pretty skillful crew member. We've kidnapped uh, a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he wanted to to leave the planet because he didn't feel like he was. He didn't feel like he belonged anywhere. But now he's mm. excited. Um, I put an arm around his. Do we shoulder. have like a prime directive or anything like that, or you know? Uh, oh. For, what do you mean by that? Oh, like in Star Trek, there's like the prime directive, you know, where you can't interfere with alien cultures or something, even though they do it all the time. Yeah, I don't Uh, think they follow that. No, (laughs) it's a guideline, really. (laughs) They, um... You definitely don't have a prime directive because Autumnus Industries didn't think anyone would be out here. Uh, Oh, sure. And also there aren't really technically alien... Life forms; these are all <laughs> just colonies of humans. So, okay, it's a so it's it all fair game. Considered so it's like, yeah, yeah, yep, sweet. Yeah, we're out for, n- for numero uno, Earth, Earth, baby. <laughs> Mama Planet. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so look what... after your elders, son. Can we install like a different voice modulator for Autumn? Like, yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, we get like a the Western next body. Autumn. The next body has a different voice. It's like the Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh my gosh! What if all of Autumn's bodies have different voices? Oh my god! Yes. Okay. That's happening. We need to kill one of your bodies. That sounds like a this. big thing to ask. You know, Jacob. I got off scot free this planet. I didn't. I, I know, but we kept, I kept trying to talk you into it. Like, ah, go die. <laughs> go get it. Go die. Yeah. Go go die. <laughs> Honestly, this planet is the least dangerous. So, of uh, mm. what I have planned, I have very limited things planned. Most of this is off the top of my head. Oh mm. man! But I have general ideas for what the other planets look like, and I'm very excited. Uh, but we're now that we're die. in this transition section, <laughs> yeah. let's recap what our levels are at. Like, what's your failure ba. counter and win counter, and what are your upgrades so far? Ba, 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 ba. I'm at two 20s and two natural ones. Okay, you're very close to leveling up. Yay. <laughs> uh, I've had three 20s. Last episode, okay. I got plus two to intimidation. All right. Or a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm at three natural ones. Okay, nice. I'm at three natural 20s, one natural one. And what was the level up you chose? Um, Plus two to rallying. Kind yeah, of rallying, okay. Rallying, inspiring. Not rallying. Okay. Uh, I was fantastic. wrong. Earlier I lied. I kept saying plus one for negotiation. I'm so sorry, everyone. I have misled you. Hey, that's all right. It's okay. It matters we not together, one bit. Sis. I rolled way too low. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. Yes. Um. 
So what what are you doing aboard the ship now that you have a, a little bit of time? Also, where are you going? You did have that other distress signal, um, and then there's another planet uh, that I'd for Giverney. That's right. Uh, so there's Mercantor, which you had a distress signal, but it went out about a hundred years ago. Yeah. It stopped transmitting, and then there's Giverney, from which there is no distress signal. Uh, Giverney has plastic-eating bacteria. Yes. Um, I'm gonna s just recommend here to the group that maybe we do that last, just in case it decides to attack our ship. Ooh, um, yeah. And if that's the case, we just bug out of there, cut our losses. Sure. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, Mercantor has some sort of agriculture deal. Yeah. A deal plant buffer. replicator. Plant replicator. Which is different? How from the splicer? Uh, it can produce multiple copies of one plant, so it just m booms agriculture. So you just have a massive production of plants. Like a terraformer, yeah. kind of. Yep, yeah. Okay. Well, does it make the most sense to go back to Berkerin and, yeah, and drop like off our splicer? Yes. Do you want to do that? I don't know. I think so. Okay. I like that. Okay. I would like that. Sure. Okay, you're going to check on your team? Yeah, and check in with the crew. Sure. Cool. Um, yeah, you uh, you go down. Uh, you tell, what was the name, Marceline? Uh, Martine. Martine. Martine, that's it. Um, you tell Martine, the communications <laughs> officer, that you're you're stopping by, and she's she says, great, that's really good news. That's good. Uh, we, we could use a, an uplift of spirits. It's kind of dull here really good though can't wait to see you would it be and wise to to call some mail and and tell him that we've succeeded yeah sure yeah be worth lorraine would you like to do that is he yeah. still alive <laughs> yeah if yep <laughs> yeah let's ring him up i mean up. technically it's been like five seconds for him or something like that is that how has it you you get to decide that Ted. <laughs> yeah i guess so Time so we're the ones aging yeah, more yeah. Time did the cool. big so, jump uh, ahead when we were going down the hallway, Farsight. but now we're going double fast. Or, like, yes. super yes. fast. Yep. Okay. So, Barsai pulls up uh, Samael, a call with, <laughs> a video call with Samael, and it takes a while, and eventually he answers, and he says, um, Hello, astronauts. How's it, how's it faring boy! out there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still alive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Still alive. Woo. <laughs> Congratulations. That's how I answer all my phone calls. Too. <laughs> uh, That's a good one. Uh, how how did how did it go? Did you you get what you needed? Autumn excitedly holds up the uh, mini fridge sized splicer to the camera. <laughs> Fantastic. You you didn't have any casualties either. The mission was uh, mostly successful. 100% successful. Yeah. Incredible. I, I did a mental tally right, to make sure nobody and, died. I wasn't sure. And we made a new friend. <gasps> and I say to, I say, Charles, do you want to see someone on Earth? <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. Look at our friend. Uh, and Charles goes in front of the camera and <laughs> Samuel <laughs> kind of is like, what the hell? <laughs> what is that? He's a friend. <laughs> 
what? What? Samuel, that's is what he... you get when you have a plant splicer. People and plants. <laughs> He's great. All, all of the Autumnus Industries protocols. Uh, we, we had safe locks and they, they, they couldn't listen. possibly bypass that system. Clearly. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, it. they possibly could have. It totally happened. I'll, totally happened, I'll need dude. a full full report on, on this as soon as you can. Uh, you're getting a call from Martine right now. Uh, it kind of interrupts the corner of the screen that Samael is on. Can, oh. we, and, uh, can we get all of us going Busy day at the, at the office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Office Simulation Podcast. Isn't this fun? Offices and bosses. Let's go. It's our version. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> are you just ignoring Martine? Are you? No, no we should probably Sam, take it. Sam, we gotta it. take another call here. Yeah. Stay alive. Bye. Wait, okay, you put him on hold. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. No, no split okay. screening here. <laughs> no, that's a that's a technology of the past, long since lost. Yeah, we have to go to another planet to get conference calls. <laughs> <laughs> that's no that's through another hallway. Uh, Martine picks up, and she says, "Hi, we have a problem." Um. Are you transmitting to Earth right now? Yes, we indeed. Were. Yeah, uh, you aren't. The, all of my systems are reading that whatever whatever is happening, whatever this transmission is, it's it's fudged. It's not real. I I don't think we Ooh. I think we've lost connection to Earth. Stars is produced and edited by the person that this voice belongs to, Ted Carlson Webster. If you have any questions, comments, or anything that you think would make me smile, send them my way. You can get a hold of me at the nearest stars podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at the nearest stars. And a huge thank you to John Mark Nelson for the use of his song, The Moon and Stars. It is such a gorgeous song, and I'm so pleased that we get to use it. Everybody involved in the making of The Nearest Stars is from Minnesota. If you want some more great comedy tabletop RPG podcasting, go check out the D&D Actual Play podcast, Twin Portals. They are also from Minnesota, and we would love if you also supported them. Thank you.